With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the north side of the San Francisco Bay to Singapore, welcome to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio with your host, business owner, lecturer, author, master trainer, Tiaja, with over 30 years of experience in the health and fitness industry. He will challenge the fitness between your ears. So prepare your mind, body, and soul for the revolution of self-care, the evolution of fit, with real talk about real people, real health, real fitness, and the real deal behind our present illness culture. Real talk every time, all the time. Get weekly insights on how to shift your thinking, emoting, eating, training, hydrating, goal setting, and resting for you, the everyday athlete. You can cheat your fitness, but you can't steal your health flow. It's Tuesday, 9 a.m. Let's flow. It's the Netflix movie creating massive controversy. Wait a minute, wait a minute, what about the other side? Could meat be killing you? You equated red meat to tobacco, and one egg equals five cigarettes. Is it scare tactics? You've got to tell them the truth. Seriously, guys, stop for one second. That is not science, that's a lie, Travis. No, I disagree with you. The campus debate that holds your health in the balance. Most unscientific discussion I've ever had in my life. Well, why don't we, just, get, I mean, this why is don't a, we get some? Am I on the doctors or am I on some kind of show? Seriously, our guys, stop for one second. That is not science. That's a lie, Travis. Uh, and you and, and you had an, an obligation, I believe, Kip, as a director to your viewers to change people's minds. Well, I have an obligation to set the record straight so that people don't die. I'm a physician. I'm a pediatrician. I take care. At the same time. It's one or the other because that's evolution, that's nature, that's what God did. I'm not sure about mentioning God and evolution in the same sentence, especially when talking about science and nutrition. But anyway, back to the epic debate. This movie is an unabashed attempt to market a vegan diet to the American public. The question here is whether or not it's good from a metabolic standpoint and whether or not it causes disease or reverses disease. Causes disease or reverses disease? This is another example of bias, the fact. It was not an excerpt from Real Housewives or some other reality TV show, believe it or not. That was an excerpt from some of the leading physicians and nutritionists in the nation debating the merits of a vegan diet versus all the other diets out there in the known universe. Now, I've been an observer of people forever. Like most people, I find human behavior fascinating. At our best, we bring a little of heaven to earth. At our worst, we open the floodgates of hell itself. Over the years, I've learned that despite all the complexities of human behavior, human beings tend to fall into one of two categories. Those who are fair and honest versus those who only tend to think about themselves. And secondly, those who point their finger inwardly, whom I affectionately call doers, as opposed to those who point their fingers at others, whom I deem accusers. Isn't it funny how two people can have the exact same background and face the same situations, but experience very different outcomes? 
To me, it's all about those who are willing to take personal responsibility versus those who are not. I've had clients who were hundreds of pounds overweight and because they were brutally honest with themselves and with me, met all their fitness goals over time. I've also had clients who were only a few pounds overweight, but blamed the world for everything. So no matter what exercise or menu program I introduced, they never met any of their fitness goals. They were essentially stuck. You could say that the client who weighed the most, but who took personal responsibility for her life was much healthier, even with the extra weight. Indeed, she was healthier because her mental and emotional health were far more developed than the other client who felt she had it all together, minus a few pounds. Welcome to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio. I'm your host, Tiaja, and today is Tuesday, November 14, 2017. Just want to give a quick shout out to all of those who have proudly served and who serve our country. My dad, uh, my eldest brother, father-in-law, many cousins, nephews, and nieces. They have all proudly served in every branch of the United States Armed Forces. And so to them and to the tens of millions of others, I say thank you. Now today's show, episode 15, titled What Should We Eat? Part 1, I'm going to talk a little bit about what I believe are socially engineered constructs and controversies that have created confusion about what to eat. There's no denying that America is in a health crisis. As I mentioned in previous episodes, America leads the world in just about every mortality statistic you could think of, including cancer and heart disease. It's also widely understood that most of the modern diseases Americans are afflicted with are lifestyle slash diet related. When Hippocrates coined the phrase, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food, he was speaking across the ages of time, meaning he couldn't foresee a time when the needs of the human body relative to health and longevity could be any different than in his time. He was right. The nutritional needs of the human body have not changed. We still require 90 essential nutrients on a daily basis, 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and 2 to 3 fatty acids in order to maintain optimum health. But what has changed dramatically are the foods we consume, most of which never existed even a few decades ago. So if food is medicine, then we need to take a closer look at what prescriptions people are seeking and using to self-medicate. But before I delve into the choices Americans are making, allow me to briefly walk you through some of the choices that are being made for us. In an August 2017 article written in Mother Jones magazine, originally published by the Food and Environment Reporting Network, 29 states have banned laws against seeds. With little notice, more than two dozen state legislatures have passed what is now known as seed preemption laws designed to block counties and cities from adopting their own rules on the use of seeds, including bans on GMOs. Now, opponents say that there's nothing more fundamental than the seed and that now in many parts of the country, decisions about what can be grown have been taken out of local control and put solely in the hands of the state. This bill, quote, should be viewed for what it is, a gag order on public debate, says Christina Hubbard, Director of Advocacy and Communications at the Organic Seed Alliance, a national advocacy group. This thinly disguised attack on democracy can be easily traced to out-of-state corporate interests that want to quash local autonomy, end of quote. And if that's not bad enough, 
you won't believe this. Seed preemption laws are part of a spate of legislative initiatives by industrial agriculture, including ag-gag laws passed in several states, including California, that legally prohibit outsiders from photographing farms. That's right, I said farms. And the right to arm laws uh, that make it easier to snuff out complaints about animal welfare. <laughs> what? There are now ag-gag laws that legally prohibit outsiders from photographing farms? Look, we have passed the point of diminishing returns here, folks. Let's keep it real. This is a full court press by the federal government. In a desperate attempt to fully control what we put on our tables, the government in collusion with giant chemical companies like Monsanto and DuPont are completely arresting our rights to make healthy choices for ourselves and our families. Let me make my point even clearer. In 2009, the National Garden Association found that nearly one-third of American households raised some combination of fruits and vegetables at home. A 2012 report by the New York Times noted that home food gardens are a byproduct of the growing interest in sustainability. Yet despite the skyrocketing popularity of raising food at home, many gardeners around the country are now facing baffling restrictions what they can grow and cannot grow. In some cases, local governments have gone as far as to literally rip plants from the yards of residents, even when those growing the gardens were unemployed or on welfare and were simply trying to sustain themselves and their families. We have all heard about the government raiding and shutting down cherry farms because claims were being made that the anthocyanins found in abundance in cherries inhibit the growth of cancer cells and stimulate their self-destruction without compromising healthy ones. Cherries have also been shown to have strong anti-inflammatory and antioxidant effects. Yet you and I are not allowed to use the C word meaning cure anywhere or any time with respect to any natural food or herbal uh, medicinal claims or risk being shut down by the FDA agents. Are you listening? Now listen to another excerpt from and tell me what you hear. From the health profession study mm -hmm. and from the woman's nurses health study Correct, using a comparative it? analysis, comparative risk analysis. It was a non-industry funded study and that's real science. Walt Willett, who's the chair of the Department of Nutrition at Harvard okay. School of Public Health, where I did my public health Dr. degree, Willett. basically has done a study that shows that people who consume eggs don't have a higher risk of mortality. Another study just came out with 44,000 people okay. that showed all-cause mortality was less than people who and consume who one egg per study? day. But who that wasn't in that, Iran. It wasn't that funded by industry. Was Let me tell you what I hear. The medical community points the finger at Americans while admonishing them for eating themselves into sickness and disease. The government points its finger at the American people as well and advises them to make healthier choices by eating the prescribed foods from its food pyramid. And of course, we point the fingers at the food companies, particularly the fast food ones, demanding they change their menus to accommodate our newfound health consciousness, even their Happy Meals. So they do. Vegan and vegetarian options are now available in nearly every restaurant across America. Still, Americans are the most obese people on the planet. 
there are more questions than answers here, meaning there are no easy answers. So I'll go back to my earlier examples of my two clients. One of the clients ate everything while the other ate hardly anything. Can you guess which one was which? What if I told you the client who was grossly overweight was the one who barely ate anything? Did you guess right? Would you believe me if you didn't? Yes, the first client had placed herself on a 1200 calorie a day restricted diet while the other ate everything in sight. But when I told the first client, whose name is Anna, that she was approaching this food thing incorrectly, she leaned in and eventually the science I shared with her about her how her body works ruled the day. Hence my early, earlier example of self-responsibility. However, in the case of Denise, for the most part, she refused to listen to what I had to say because much of what she ate was quote-unquote healthy already. See, Denise was a vegetarian, a proselyte of all things green. So she essentially poo-pooed what I had to say, particularly when discussing with her possible nutritional deficiencies relative to certain micronutrients I knew she couldn't possibly get from a strict vegetarian diet. The number one nutrient she was sorely deficient in was carnosine. How did I know this? Well, after so many multiple decades of doing this, I only have to look sometimes at a person's skin. See, carnosine is the one nutrient that slows down the rate of glycation. When we eat food, the body breaks down carbohydrates into sugars like glucose and fructose. It then uses these sugars to fuel everything we do. Sometimes, however, particularly as we age and when we consume too much sugary or high glycemic foods, these sugars react with proteins and fats in an abnormal way, producing harmful molecules called advanced glycation end products, conveniently acronymed AGE products or AGES. This process is called glycation. Another more visual example of glycation is when a person puts a chicken in the oven, for example, it's plump. And when it comes out of the oven, crisp and brown two hours later, that crispiness is due to glycation. Well, this is what essentially happens uh, with inflammation. This is what inflammation does to the human cell. It bakes it, which changes the epigenetic outcomes of the cell. Again, this process is known as glycation, and it is glycation that causes us to age prematurely. So when you take in carnosine, you actually protect the end caps of the chromosomes called telomeres, which slows down the rate of aging. And what, what accelerates aging? Well, the average Western diet does. See, all age-related diseases from chronic heart disease to dementia to Alzheimer's to macular degeneration to cataracts to fibromyalgia are all inflammatory response diseases and all are preventable. But did you know that our attitude and outlook on life has just as great an impact on our health as does what we consume? By the way, Denise and Anna were the exact same age chronologically, but biologically, Anna not only looked significantly younger, she had the energy and youthful exuberance of someone 10 to 15 years Denise's senior, junior. Dear friends, I wish above all things that you be in health and that you prosper just as your soul prospers. 
You've been listening to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio with your host, Tiaja. Please join us next week as we further discuss the controversial subject of what should we eat. And don't forget to check out our website at www.urbanxfitness.net. There you will find our online store, the Urban Experience Fit Stores 1 and 2, as well as top-selling nutritional supplements. And coming soon, our online bookstore featuring our upcoming release, The 10 Seeds Planet for Health, along with other powerful authors and ebooks that have been written to challenge the fitness between your ears. Until next week, always walk in health and peace. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.